Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. Now I am really excited about today's episode because it is the very first episode of the new year, 2021. So I first want to start off by wishing you and your family a very happy new year. And I hope this episode finds you happy, safe, and healthy. Now, because this is the very first month of the new year, this tends to be the time of year when most of us are really focused on our goals. And now as your financial strategy coach, I want to really talk about your financial goals. So for the next few episodes, that will be my primary focus because regardless of the goals you may have accomplished in the year that just ended, right, 2020, it does not mean the journey stops here, right? So when it comes to your finances, there's always going to be a goal or a target that you should be working towards. Now, when it comes to setting your financial goals, this in itself may feel very overwhelming. You may have different people and medias just telling you a bunch of different things and you may feel very overwhelmed and not sure as far as where to start, right? So you'll have people say, build an emergency fund, pay down debt, you should be investing in building wealth. So your question might be, well, do I do all three at the same time? Do I do one at a time? How do I decide to pick which one first, right? So I want to use this episode to really help you make this goal setting process less overwhelming and just getting comfortable in setting your goal and then just moving through your financial journey at your own pace. Now, of course, as we go through this episode, keep in mind the things that I'm going to say and talk about are recommendations. You know your own financial situation and circumstances, so use these tips as a guide, but definitely not the Bible by any means in regards to how to set your goals. Ultimately, I want you to take the information and use it as you see fit for your situation and ultimately make decisions and goals that make you feel comfortable. Now, when it comes to financial success, I like to think of it in three pillars. So those pillars are your credit, your savings, and your investments. And at the base and foundation of your success is of course going to be your budget. So always keep that in the back of your mind when you are looking to set your goals. Now, the first goal that I recommend to my students and my clients is to have an emergency fund and more specifically, a short-term emergency fund. So what is a short-term emergency fund exactly? 
Well, it is a savings that is going to help cover those immediate and unexpected expenses that tend to pop up from time to time. For example, a flat tire, a minor car or home repair, right? These things that you don't know when they're going to happen, but they are going to happen at some point. So at a minimum, I do recommend having at least $500 to $1,000 in your short-term emergency fund. Now, of course, if you are a homeowner or possibly maybe have a vehicle that's a bit more expensive, you may want to increase your short-term emergency fund to have anywhere from $2,000 to $5,000 in there because having a vehicle that's more expensive or being a homeowner, your unexpected expenses may be on the more expensive side. Now, just telling you to put away $500 to $1,000 or $2,000 to $5,000, easier said than done. And I totally get that. You know, I can definitely say that I struggled for a very long time just being able to save, right? I would find that I would be able to save money, but there was always a reason to dip into my savings. And it wasn't always to cover an emergency. It may be I had a bill that I had to pay and my money was tight or short, so I would go into my savings. Or I definitely, I'm a big spender. I think I've mentioned this before, maybe on my Instagram, not here on my podcast, but I, by nature, am a spender. I love to spend money. I love to buy nice things. So if I have money in savings and I see something that I want or like, I'm more than likely going to buy it, at least in my past life, right? So if you are someone who falls into this category, You are not alone. I have definitely been there and it's hard. It's hard when money is just not enough and you have things you need to take care of, whether it's your regular bills, there's nice things you want to buy. And so the concept or habit of saving money is hard, right? We all kind of like to have that immediate gratification So if the money is there, why not just spend it because you deserve that nice thing that you see or you just have a bill that you need to pay. So in order to really get serious about your savings and being able to save money, period, it really comes down to changing your mindset. So the first mindset shift, and I kind of already hinted at it just a little while ago, is You have to get serious about this financial goal. Having a savings, regardless of how little you might think it is, is really going to be important to help protect you from these emergencies as they arise. Now, the reason why it's important is because if you do not have any money to cover these expenses, Well, where's the money going to come from, right? You are going to have to then take money that's allocated to pay your regular bills to now cover this emergency. And then what happens? Then one or some of those regular bills now are going to be behind. 
So now you have this emergency that, okay, maybe you are able to cover it, but now you have your monthly bills that are late. Now, when they're late, you're going to be um, incurring late fees, possibly interest if it's a credit card, those annoying phone calls because those bill collectors will start calling you the moment that your account is just one day past due. And those phone calls can really give you stress and anxiety. Then that's when the financial spiral just begins. You start to feel the stress and anxiety. You're ignoring the collection calls. You know it's late. And then you have all these extra fees that you have to pay on top of the bill that's already late. And then things can really snowball quickly, right? So that is why it is so important to have this cushion or savings to help cover these expenses as they come up so it does not then totally throw off your finances altogether. Now, the next mindset shift is you have to be willing to sacrifice the things you want today so that way you can build a more secure financial future. So that means being able to forego the instant and immediate gratification that feels nice in the moment, but it is not contributing to you achieving your financial goals. So once you have that mindset shift, and it's going to be a process, it's not going to happen overnight. So definitely give yourself some grace in the event you do trip, fall, or make a mistake. Just try to reset, regroup, and then just keep moving forward with working towards your goals. Now, after the mindset shift, right, you want to, at least for me, I recommend putting your goal on your vision board. So if you do not already have a vision board, it's so easy to create one. You can get a simple piece of OTAG or maybe a poster board, put it up on your wall, in your office, in your bedroom, wherever you feel comfortable, and really just put your goal on there. So that way you are looking at it every single day. It's going to keep you grounded and focused. So once you've made that mindset shift, you've set your goal, the next thing I really want to encourage you is to create and have a budget. Your budget is essentially going to be the roadmap that's going to help you achieve the financial goals that you set for yourself. Now, having a budget can be as simple or as complicated as you need or want it to be, but having a budget period is better than having no budget at all. Now, of course, there are a variety of options you can consider using a journal or planner, an Excel or Google Sheet, or some sort of app or software. I have mentioned the app You Need a Budget that I use for my own finances, and I will put a link to um, that in the show notes down below. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail in regards to budgeting. I will do a future podcast episode just talking about budgeting, but if you are someone who is struggling in putting a budget together and maintaining one, I do have a course that you can check out and I will put a link to that also in the show notes below. Now, while I do recommend working on your short-term emergency fund first, there is an exception to this. So if you do have a bill or a couple of bills that are already past due or late, 
I would recommend working on bringing those accounts up to date first. Now that may mean making a payment arrangement so that way you can make bring the account current or you can see if your creditor or lender will give you a deferment or forbearance, meaning you won't have to make payments for a couple of months or they will just take those payments that are late and put them at the end of the current loan that you have. So give them a call and see if you can work that out. And then once you take care of that and bring the accounts up to date or make it to where you don't have payments for a few months, then you can go ahead and start working on your short-term emergency fund. Now, once your short-term emergency fund is fully funded, you then want to shift your focus to paying down high interest debt while also building your long-term emergency fund. So what is a long-term emergency fund? Well, it is an emergency fund that's going to help protect you against loss of income. So in your long-term emergency fund, you do want to have three to six months of your income in savings. Now, I know that may seem like a very big and lofty goal, but it is a goal that you want to work towards and it may take you a few years to get there. So this is when you want to go back to your budget and map out how much money can you allocate to this goal every single month. Now it may take you three years or five years to get to this goal realistically, but it is a goal you can achieve if you put in the work and just use the baby steps that we're talking about and doing them consistently. Now you may be wondering, well, where does investing fit into this equation, right? Because we have not actually talked about that part in this podcast just yet. So investing is one of those things that you also want to kind of do at the same time, especially if you have a 401k where you can get your employer to match some of your contributions because that is essentially free money that they're adding to your retirement account. So my general rule of thumb is you really should try to allocate 10% of your income to investing, 10% to build your long-term emergency fund, then the rest of your income, the 80%, you want to allocate that to help you pay down your high interest debt. Now, in order for any of these percentages to make sense, you really need to have a budget to see how you need to adjust any of these percentages. Maybe contributing 10% of your income to investing, that might be a lot for you. So maybe you want to just allocate 5% for now. And then what I would encourage you is each year when you get a raise, take 1% of that raise and use that towards your investments, right? So it's all about having a budget, seeing where you stand and just really being intentional in how you can accomplish these goals that you are setting for yourself. So if you are someone who struggles in 
building your savings, I really want to encourage you to join my 28 day savings challenge. So at the time that I am recording this episode, it is January, 2021. And my savings challenge is going to start on February 1st. So if you are listening to this podcast episode in the month of January, 2021, I will put a registration link to join me in this savings challenge. So the mission of this challenge is to save approximately $400 by the end of February. The challenge will start on February 1st. So once you register, you will receive a worksheet from me. And in this worksheet, it has an outline where every day there is a goal of how much money you need to save and set aside. So if you follow the outline in this worksheet, you will be able to save $400 in the month of February. So it is a really fun challenge because throughout the month of February, I will be providing you with tips and advice to help you increase your income, reduce your expenses, and just to ultimately keep you motivated. So I will go live on Instagram every Monday. I will post um, tips in my feed. I will send you emails as well because as your coach, right, my goal is to ultimately keep you motivated along the way. Now, if you are listening to this podcast episode past January 31st and the saving challenge has already started, don't despair. I do these challenges throughout the year. So make sure to follow me on Instagram, So that way you will know when the next savings challenge will start. So I hope you are really excited about 2021 and crushing your financial goals. And as I mentioned, the next few episodes will be focused on helping you set and work towards your financial goals. Now, I am working on being consistent in my podcast. I know that I launched back in September 2020, and I have been MIA for a couple of months, but my goal is to resume weekly episodes. So let's hope that I can actually stick to that. So thank you so much for stopping by, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.